Air Force Secretary Frank Kendall warns that China is preparing for war with the U.S. Today is open line, so we're going to talk about whatever you want. Give us a call at 877-363-8463. Also, we are joined by the founder of Unite America First and host of Culture Wars, Will Johnson. So buckle up. You may not be ready for today on End Time. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are joined today by special guest Will Johnson. We're so excited about that. Doug, when was the last time you were this excited? Uh, yesterday, I think. <laughs> yesterday? We were getting ready to do the program. <laughs> I well, get pretty excited pretty easy. Let's give a quick recap of yesterday's show. Well, yesterday the big thing was, um, I mean, to me, was that uh, Saudi Arabia is holding the talks in the U.N. on Monday to talk about the peace agreement between Israel and the Palestinians. So that was the exciting thing that got me really uh, excited. But I guess because Elon the Musk Antichrist was your, could be there. <laughs> your favorite thing. <laughs> yes, the Antichrist could actually be at that meeting. So it's going to be exciting to see the news next week. So, well, But I'm excited today, too, because we have Will Jones. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're not going to delay that any longer. Will? Welcome to the show. Yes, yeah, glad to be here. First time ever, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you've First been watching time. for oh, a man. few months at least. <laughs> a few months, yeah. <laughs> a few years, 20 years. 20 years. Wow. Over 20 years, actually. So um, we're going to get into some hard topics as well. But to start, um, how did you find End Time? What's, what's that story? I don't think well, I've ever heard Well, just it. really quick, um, I, you know, I would do Bible study with friends back in the day. And they would tell me about the end time, about the rapture. And I started reading, and I'm like, well, but it's not saying that. And we, I actually lost friends because it, you know. We're familiar with a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I actually yeah. lost friends. And I'm like, I, and I still don't understand if we're truly believers in Christ, why would we lose, you know, touch with one another because of this? Because we don't know anyways we should be prepared for when we're going to go because we don't know the day we're going to die, right? We right. don't know. But... I just happened to flip the channel on the radio one day, and I heard Irvin Baxter talking about the, the rapture, and I'm like, he's saying how I can't explain it. And I mean, he's, this is exactly it. And so I just, I was hooked ever since then. And I'm like, you know, and then it just, the way he would explain the Bible, it just made complete sense. It was like very, not the not to bring it down, it was elementary to where I could understand it. And I think that's why a lot of people resonated with Irvin Baxter because he wasn't trying to make it complicated. He made it very simple for all of us to understand. Yeah. Doug, and that's how you found End Time, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. Same same story for me. I'm the only one here that didn't have a choice. <laughs> you were born, born into, into it. it. <laughs> it didn't matter yeah, what I was in. Yeah. But yeah, I I know exactly how you feel because I was caught hook, line, and sinker and then that really made me dive into the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, you know, hearing those kind of lessons, like you said, it's it wasn't really dumbing it down. It's just making it easy to understand. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So China is preparing for war with the U.S. Um, Will, you have an article on your site, UniteAmericaFirst.com, mm-hmm. and that's the title of it, China Prepares for War with the U.S. It's a hot story, obviously, because... 
We've been looking for this for a long time. There's been preparations made for a long time. We have a book yeah. that Irvin wrote decades ago called China War in the Third Temple. So right. mm. uh, there's prophecy perspective to it. And I know you talk a lot about politics, and you're kind of this undercover prophecy guy as well. Those of us that know you <laughs> see when you sneak it in. But yeah. uh, what's that about? What's going on? Well, to my understanding, we kind of knew it was coming, right? Yeah. We, we saw it coming um, with, with Russia and Ukraine. So then China and Taiwan, right, Thailand, right, yeah. they're, they're having that conflict. And Joe Biden, he's pretty much, pretty much given China everything that they want. China sends a balloon from the West Coast to the East Coast. Nothing happens. China was like, well, let's just go to war with America. You have, they have Joe Biden. If you're going to go to war with America, do it while Joe <laughs> Biden's in office because he's going to look at his watch. What time is it? Is this war over yet? Right. You know, same way he did with the military personnel coming back from Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. But as far as China, they want to be number one. So it's no surprise. They want to be number one. They want to be the the world economic power. And they're crushing the United States of America. China's doing it, and Joe Biden is helping them, sadly, which shouldn't be happening. Mm -hmm. We all see it happening. And China wants to be number one. Absolutely. Doug, what's the prophecy perspective on that? Is is that the sixth trumpet war if that well, occurs? It, it very well could be, Vince, because China has said in the past, and there's even documented evidence on military pages, that they could field an army of 200 million men. Mm. And that is exactly the number that is described in Revelation uh, chapter 9 in verse 13 through 21. So we know that that is a significant number. We know that China has said they could do that. But we also we don't see China in the end time one world government. We don't see China any there, anywhere. People try to say the dragon is China, but you know, Revelation twelve nine tells us the dragon is Satan. Mm-hmm. And so we know that's who the dragon is that gives the world government its seat, its power and great authority. So to look at it from that perspective, this war could actually lead to China no longer being a superpower. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be killed in that war. One-third of mankind get killed in that six-trumpet war at what the world calls World War III. And so the significance of this could be huge. But another slant on it that, you know, I'd like to get Will's perspective on is this could be a way to keep this party in office if we go to war with Russia and China. You're trying to get him fired up early. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. But, I mean, that is a way that they could say, hey, there won't be elections this year. So, Well, you know, China, they're actually going through economic problems as well. Mm -hmm. You know, and the mainstream media, I like to call them the government state media, they really don't talk about it. And one way you can build up your economy is to go to war. So if they're having trouble like we are, they're going to go to, I mean, it only makes sense. But as far as the elections, to my understanding, and my producer, Shannon, and I, we actually talked about this, and we did a, like a study on it, and come to find out that if there is a war, let's say we go into World War III, and it's just total chaos, according to the Constitution, they have to still have the elections. Nah. Regardless, the, 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 I guess the way they could utilize that is that if there's a war, communication's down, so then people have to send in their ballots, mm. they have to do certain things, and they're like, okay, well, it's been three months, let's just go ahead and call it, because, you know, everyone's going to s- go with Joe, right? <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink, right? <laughs> I mean, so, uh, that's what, uh, I believe that's what's, what probably more likely happened. Yeah. You mentioned Shannon, so for those of you that are joining us from Unite America First, and 
uh, Will Johnson's Facebook page. I asked Shannon before the show, do we need to get you a microphone? Because I watch the show too, and I know she throws in her opinion, and uh, she's actually here today, and I I offered the mic, and she didn't want it, so it's not my fault. Blame her for it. Now, we it is Open Line Friday. We take calls every Friday. 877-363-8463 is the number to join us. There um, are a lot of questions that come in, and sometimes they're crazy. Sometimes people are offended by these questions, Doug. And Will Johnson's not scared of that. We're going to talk on the other side of the break that's coming up about some of the... He's actually gone into um, what some people would consider dangerous territory. He'll go into where there's a riot happening, and he'll go talk to everybody there. And so he's not scared of your questions, and neither are we. So we're taking calls today, and we're going to hear more about what Will Johnson has going on. Go to Unite America first to check out the story about China preparing for war with the U.S. We'll be right back. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 endtime Are you ready for an extraordinary journey to the region that is the focus of more end-time Bible prophecy than any other? Well, look no further. Join us on an unforgettable journey to Israel. Our adventure begins down in Jerusalem where we will teach on the Mount of Olives, sing at the Garden of Gethsemane, walk down through the Kidron Valley, Then we'll make our way north, have a boat ride on the Sea of Galilee while visiting Joppa, Mount Carmel, baptize in the Jordan River, and so much more. Don't miss out on this incredible trip to Israel. Spaces are limited. Book your tour today. Visit endtime.com slash tour or call us at 1-800-END-TIME. Join us for an experience that you will never forget. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you.
Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell and special guest Will Johnson. We're taking your calls today. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. I imagine the texts over at Facebook's minds are exploding seeing End Time and Will Johnson on the same title. So we need your help today. Hit the share button. Love the video. Give us the heart. That Doug doesn't like the blue thumbs up. He wants to see the red heart. And then comment. If you're happy to have Will here on the show with us, Comment Will, W-I-L-L. Put that in the comments. We'd love to uh, see how many people are here supporting Will Johnson. So, Will, it's great having you. Yes, yes. Happy to be here. Um, You have watched In Time for a long time. We've been watching your stuff for a long time. And one thing that always stood out was you going into these riots and wreaking havoc. I mean, (laughs) you know, you weren't wreaking it. You were... Trying to calm things down. Yeah, it's like stepping into the belly of the beast, right? Yes. It's kind of like something like that. Why do you do that? Well, you know what? I do it because I believe God, that's my purpose. I believe God put me here for that purpose, to go into the belly of the beast, to show people that, hey, what you're doing is not right. I remember one time when President Trump was still in office, I went to D.C., and there was thousands of people trying to get to the White House. They had the National Guard all around the White House, and I went right in the front where Antifa and BLM were, you know, confronting the police officers. And I just started screaming, saying, you know, I, to, to get their attention, I said, I'm a black man, I'm a black man. And for some reason, they go, okay, a black man's talking. So they all kind of like get quiet, right? So, and I said, I just want to let you all know that you've been deceived. They are lying to you. I said, these police officers and these military personnel, they are not your enemy. Mm. They have, you have been deceived to believe that they are. And then all of a sudden they started exploding, getting mad at me. They're poking at me, punching me, just hitting me. And I'm just, you know, saying at that point, I just start praying in the name of Jesus. They have been deceived, Lord, you know, just because I think we have to go to the front lines. I'm not the per- I'm not the type of person who sits behind the camera all the time. But some people, that's what they have to do. That's their job. But I believe that God put me here to go right there into the thick of it to show. And I step out on faith every time because it could be pretty bad it can get pretty bad well you they're poking at you and punching at you oh yeah how did you survive that the grace of god now I, there's a story <laughs> you told one time about i think i think there was people just coming at you and you yes this declared was, the name of jesus or something mm-hmm. like that yeah this was another time i was in dc and this is when they were trying to impeach president trump and i went to dc and there was a whole bunch of people um leftist liberals and they're all out there screaming nasty stuff and i just went right in the center of them and i was live on my phone and i was just talking to my phone i wasn't talking to anyone around me but what they do is they'll start paying attention to what i'm saying and i just said what they're doing they don't know what they're doing they're they're seethed and because i'm saying everything that they don't want to say they start pushing on me poking on me and when I get to that point, I just start praying. And I started praying out loud, in the name of Jesus, Lord Jesus, please protect me. Because they were getting really rough. And I said, protect me. And then I never forget it. A lot of people, and I'm not paying attention to it, but people say, I couldn't, ima- I couldn't believe what I was saying. Because they said, everyone that was poking you around you, you started praying, they just started backing away. <laughs> it was just backing away. So, and, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I didn't even realize it until later on. Because yeah. I looked, and I said, wow, let me go look at it. Sure enough, they just backed up. And I... You know, I give all glory, and you know, to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the Holy Spirit was there with me to mm-hmm. make those people back up like that. Amen. Yeah. 
You know, we have all power and authority in Jesus' name. That's what the Bible tells us. Mm -hmm. And so when we evoke that name into that, then the demons have to flee. And so Mm -hmm. the spirits that are controlling that mob probably just began to flee because they heard that name, the name that they know has all power over them. So it's pretty awesome. People ask us all the time, what can we do? Just walking into a situation and saying, in Jesus' name, can change a situation. But some of the demons get really angry, too, and they start yelling at you. I've had them curse at me and stuff, but they they keep their distance. And I say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. But the thing is, a lot of people think that you have to feel like energy and, you know, be radiant. But it's not like that at all. It's your faith. You don't have to feel anything. It's your faith that you're stepping out on. And a lot of people don't realize that. Be so. a willing vessel. Let him do the work. Yep. Because he'll it do is. it. Now, you mentioned people being deceived. There are people who are certainly deceived. And I'm just curious about your thoughts regarding why people would deceive them. Why do you think that is? It, like, I know there are people who are genuinely deceived. And then there's people who are behind the master plan. Why are they doing that? I, I truly believe that because we're in a spiritual war. Right, the spiritual battle, there's a demonic spirit, multiple spirits that have blanketed this planet. And they deceive people to the point to where they believe all of the evil things that they're doing are good. And they, they have to do it, right? They say, well, this is good. This is good for us to do. This is good for us to do. And they've come accustomed to liking it or the way they like the way it feels, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like believing in the lie. You know, a lot of people, they don't want to believe the truth. So, but because the lie sounds good to them and it tickles their ears, so they go along with it. Mm-hmm. And, it, and you know, a lot of it has to do with the flesh too. People giving into the flesh. And Doug, yeah. we talk about that with the advancement of the world government and the antichrist spirit and the mark of the beast. Yeah. This is the type of stuff that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we're watching that more and more. And you know, I mean, the, the thing is, people ask us all the time, Vince. Well, what can we do about these situations? And we tell them one of the things that we can do is pray. Pray for this nation. Pray for people. Uh, Will said that he he gets out there. He gets in the front lines and tries to, to defuse situations and, and do things like that. If people are able to do that and they're confident in everything that they can do, hey, more power to them because our voice needs to be heard. If we're going to ever get to the point to where we share the gospel with people, where uh, we, we talk about what Christ has done for us, we've got to be bold and we've got to step out. You know, we had a word from the Lord that told us the time for us to stop just uh, asking softly for something's over and we've got to start asking for it more boldly in the spirit and go to God and, and, and say this is what we need God. So you know those times may be coming up this may be that pivoting point for this nation because if we don't start doing something we're going to lose the nation. So. Hmm. Well we're really excited to have Will Johnson with us. I do want to remind you all that Dave and Jana Robbins are in South Bend, Indiana right now. There's be, there'll be a conference tomorrow night and Sunday morning. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about that. And then we'll also be doing a live recording of the End Time Show next week in Indianapolis, Indiana. Dave, Doug, and I and a number of our team members, including Judy Baxter, will be there. So we would love for you to come out. You don't have to be from Indiana. There's someone flying in from Florida that I heard about earlier today. So we're excited to be in Indianapolis, and we would love for you to come out. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the South Bend Conference, and then also the live show that we're doing in Indianapolis. All right, Will, Unite Unite America First. That's the name of your yep, organization. Yep, Unite America First, because we're not united. The country's not united. I was just about to ask you why you call it that. <laughs> because the country's not united. <laughs> and we need to be united. And we need to be united. Will you, you know, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. I was go ahead. I was going to ask you to tell people how they can find you and oh, well, all the I'm, different shows you've got. Yeah, really, more shows than anybody I know. Well, busy. I, I made it really simple because my website is uniteamericafirst.com, but the quickest way to get there is uaf.media. Okay. And then when you go to uaf.media, it shows all of the locations you can find me everywhere. Perfect. And um, go there to read the article about the uh, China preparing for war with the U.S. It's uh, pinned at the top of their homepage, so Unite America First, and you can check that article out. Um, yesterday, something happened with digital currency. Can you give us an update on what's going on with that? Yeah, actually, on Capitol Hill, they were having a hearing about the Federal Reserve implementing this digital currency, removing all you know dollar bills from circulation in the United States of America. And what was really interesting to me, or just stuck out to me, because you know I talk about politics and religion. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, okay. You know. So I talk about He's politics. Yep. <laughs> I talk about politics and religion, and I'm I'm sitting here listening to this, and the what's really interesting is that the left, their idea of the digital currency is for safety and security, mm-hmm. and it kind of sounds familiar, right? Yeah. And so, and then you hear those on the right saying that, well, if you want to control what I spend my money on, where's my safety and security, and where's my privacy? That's the main thing out of all of this, to keep pushing privacy. It's about privacy, about privacy. The government should not be able to control what I spend my money on, yeah. right? Even, you know what, not that I would, but even if you want to spend your money on something illegal, the government should not be able to know about it. That's the whole point of being able to do stuff, right, yeah. with cash. Not that, not that you want to do something illegal. I'm just making a point. Well, but it... That's a good point because sometimes they may deem things as illegal that shouldn't be. And they're we, doing We've that. had partners say they tried to donate and a certain Chase Bank said, are you sure you want to donate 10 times? You know, it's kind of like the old uh, follow on mm-hmm. Instagram or uh, Facebook. You get that warning that sometimes they, they share hate speech. And are you sure you really want to follow them? Right, right. Well, that's happening already where they're going, are you sure yeah. you want to donate money to them or or whatever. What, so, yeah, but they shouldn't be able to monitor yeah. that. And more of that is coming because look what they did in Canada with the truck drivers. Right. When mm-hmm. they found out the people that were supporting the truck drivers, they shut down their bank accounts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute, look at this. We can control people. If we can control their bank accounts, we can control them even more. Right. I mean, they're already doing it in China, you know, I mean, because China, they want to be able to control every penny that you spend it on. And if you say something that we don't like, yeah. Or if you support a candidate that we don't like, mm-hmm. we're going to shut down your bank account. We're going to prevent you from getting X, Y, Z. Well, I need my lights. Well, you shouldn't have supported you know, a particular candidate with the first name start with T. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that on the show, just so you know, Will. You can't say the T word here. Well, well we're not talking about the big guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> We actually can say the T word if yeah. we want. Yes, we can. We can say it. We have freedom. Some have accused us of saying it more than Jesus. Yeah, they the word have. Jesus. They um, have. All right, we are going to okay. take your calls. The number to join us is eight seven seven in time eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Before we do though, Will, you had an uh, instance in Georgia. I believe you went there for the, yes the uh, T word indictment, <laughs> the Trump indictment. Is yeah, that the Trump indictment. Yep, I went what, to Georgia. What happened there? So it was really interesting because a lot of people showed up for, you know, to show their support for Trump. And some people showed up because they want them to lock up Trump. Mm-hmm. And I remember having this conversation with this other black guy that was there. And he was saying that, you know, I'm just here for the right thing to be done. And I'm like, what's the right thing? He just kept going. I want the right thing to be done. And we started talking about, you know, different things on why he hated Trump. And, and I was telling him what, you know, some of the positive things that Trump has done in the past. And what was really interesting about that interaction is that, 
when we were having a conversation, it got kind of heated. I mean, it was already like 107 degrees out there, and it was hot. I'm sweating. My shirt is so, you know, it was pretty <laughs> nasty, right? So we're having this heated dis- discussion, but was what was really amazing to me is that this heated discussion that I was having with him, I physically wanted to handle him. <laughs> I did. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to, you know, because it's not the right thing to do, but I physically wanted to handle him. And, and he's then, a big dude. He's a yeah, big he dude. Big I'm guy. like, this is a big dude. Do I really <laughs> want to get in a conflict with this dude, right? And I was like, no. So what ended up happening is that, we, you know, I walked away from him, and then I'm talking to Jeremy Harold, who's on LFA, where I have my show Culture Wars on, and he was in my ear, and he said, Will, let's just pray for President Trump, because they said President Trump was inside. So I just started praying and said, Lord, just protect President Trump. You know, they want to lock him up. If they can separate him from the Secret Service, they will. They're not going to be able to do it. But if they want to, they, apparently they tried, but it never fa- it never happened. Because, you know, if they separate him from the Secret Service, he's going to slip on a soap, right? Mm-hmm. That's the story. That's yeah. the story. So we just prayed for President Trump. And after that prayer, he came up to me. He said, I just want to shake your hand. So he hears me praying for Trump when he's there because he hates Trump. He hears me praying for Trump. Then he comes up and he says, I want to shake your hand. Then I shake his hand. And then Jeremy's in my ear again. He said, we'll pray with him. Pray with him. (laughs) Just minutes ago, I wanted to have a physical confrontation with him. And now here I am praying for him. And I'm praying that God blesses him abundantly, overwhelmingly, where he can't, can't, he's above and beyond anything he can imagine. That is nothing but God. Right. That's, you know, I'm sitting there, I want to, but here I am praying that God bless him mm-hmm. so much. And I said, this is, this is the Holy Spirit, and this is how we should be. Yeah. And you know what? I, and I left Georgia a different person because, see, that is what God put me here to do, to mm-hmm. go out into the middle of it and not fight with the people but to pray with them. And after that, he was like, I want to pray, too. And he prayed, and we just prayed, and we prayed in the name of Jesus. Mm. All right. In the name of Jesus. Yes. You know, Doug, people ask us a lot, like, how can I go get engaged? Yeah. Well, do what Will's doing. Would you recommend it, Will? Yes and no. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people send me messages and say, Will, how can you talk to these people when they're acting like this and stay so calm? You know, and again, I think because this is my purpose. Mm-hmm. Ephesians five eleven, take no part in evil, wicked dudes, but you know, expose them. Yeah, you know. There you go. Yeah. I think that's my job. There you Absolutely. go. Absolutely. And you know, I mean, the Bible tells us to pray for those who persecute you. So there you go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and we, you see that it works. When we yes. go through the great tribulation. Yeah, I don't know if you knew this. We're, we're post-trib. You're going to stick around for the second half of the show still? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, I believe what the Bible says. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that usually gets some calls when we start talking about the timing <laughs> of the rapture, as you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we're going to go through the Great Tribulation and experience similar things to what you've described, and in some cases worse, we need that spirit operating inside of us yeah. so we can handle it like disciples of Jesus and not like Romans. You know, that seems like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think we're getting to that point. That time is not coming. I think that time is here. Mm-hmm. To where we're going to have to go out and if we truly are warriors for God, if we are truly warriors, then we're not going to be fearful of standing out there confronting these people that's wanting to change the gender of children and tell us that, you know, what is down is now up and what is wrong is now right. We have to be able to stand firm on reality and yes. truth and tell these people, say, look, and, and do it in a way where you're not, 
you know, I don't curse at them. I don't yell at them. Sometimes I yell at them, but I don't curse at them. Yeah, too, so they can hear you. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know. But I don't try to degrade them. I, tr- I want to have the conversation. I truly do. Absolutely. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back after this break. Understand what is taking place. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time. Understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching The Future According to Bible Prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 intime That's 800-363-8463. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell and special guest Will Johnson from UniteAmericaFirst.com. You can go there to read the article about China preparing for war with the United States that we talked about earlier in the show. Before we move forward with calls, I do want to remind you, Dave and Jana Robbins will be in South Bend, Indiana for a conference. Dave will be teaching about understanding the end time and breaking prophecy news. So you can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the venue and specific details about the conference. You don't have to register, but it is first come, first serve. So you'll want to get there as early as you can. Not only that, Judy Baxter will be there. She doesn't go to every conference anymore since Irvin has passed. So if you want to uh, go tell Judy hello or pray with her, she would love that, I know. So go to endtime.com slash events. You can learn more about that as well as our live recording that we're doing next week with the show with Dave, Doug, and I. Um, in Indianapolis, Indiana. So we'd love to see you there. All right, guys, we ready? Live calls? <laughs> Let's do it. It's time. All right, we're going to start with a soft pitch for you, Will. Joe in New York. It's time for the Joe Show. Joe, welcome to the End Time Show. Can you, This phone is a little down. Are you guys hearing me all right? Loud and clear, Joe. God bless you. Uh, bro, it's wonderful to see a new brother, Will. Can you hear me, my brother? God bless you. Thank you for the work you're doing. I'm an intercessor for the past 25 years, and for 10 years I've been praying for warriors like yourself to get out there and get involved. God knows my heart. I wish I was physically able. If I was, I'd be right next to you, my brother. But uh, in, in, 
with this aging old body, I'm kind of lucky I can go up and down the stairs. But I <laughs> Joe, you to can't fool you. us anymore. Doug went to your house, and po we posted a picture of you. Nobody thinks you're an old aging man anymore. Oh well, I no, I you know most people think I'm in my fifties. Yeah, you look yeah. great. And That's Joe? because they don't see the bathroom with the just for men. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe, you can complete a sentence. Very, yes. I mean, some, someone in the White House can't. So you're doing awesome. <laughs> so the thing, the thing, the thing of it is, is that um, well, my aging's on the inside. But let's forget about me. I, I want the, all all of the family of God to hear me right now to get behind brother will and get out there if you're physically able to do it ask the lord for guidance because you you heard what this gentleman is saying about he got out there and holy spirit is with him and holy spirit is going to guide us to do things to take a stand and we're not to just you know just pray yeah that's good i'm an intercessor for a long time and for a long time the lord has had me as a hermit that's okay that's okay. I fought it in the beginning, but I have to accept circumstances. But I'm encouraging people to do what this brother Will is doing, because we need to do that, get involved on every level of politics, local school boards. Believers have to take action besides someone like me that prays day and night and hardly sleeps, <laughs> and I'm finding out what old age is all about, but... but God bless you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. I just wrote down your your website, and I'll be interested in finding out more about your ministry. And Doug, I love that jacket, man. That's <laughs> that's that's old school. And Thank you're you, hearing Joe. it from somebody. I was I was around before there were schools. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. You, you know how much that means to me, man. I love to hear you say how great we look, so I appreciate you got, that. You guys always look great. <laughs> Thank I'm you, I'm so proud. Every time I see you guys, it makes me proud to be a member of Messiah Jesus' household, mm. man. Mm. That's what, you know, it, it's... I was born again at 30. My first 30 years were not good. We're not good. But that was 45 years ago, and I've been through some highs and lows. But I'll tell you literally, there were times when the Lord Jesus has carried me. Yeah. And you know what? Yep. That's what it's all about him. Yep. Amen. That's all about him and being part of his family. God bless you guys. God bless I love you. you. I love you. God bless you, Joe. God we bless love you. you. Thank you so much for calling. Show Joe some love. Let him know you're praying for him. Let him know you love it when he calls. Just type the word Joe in the comment section. Maybe it'll fool Facebook and think we're talking about Biden, and then they'll put us on the uh, trending page. But type the word Joe in the comments. We're going to go to Arkansas now. Jerry's watching there. Jerry, welcome to the End Time Show. Hi. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Okay. Um, I'll just get right to the point because I'll lose my train of thought if I don't. So. I start with Second Peter, third chapter, verse eight, where it says, "A day with the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day." And I think the Lord showed me that one hour in heaven is forty-one point six years. And then He showed me that from the time of the fall of the Berlin Wall to Agenda twenty thirty is forty-one years. And so I was thinking, are we in that last hour that ten kings have, uh, you know, power of the beast? And are you still there? Yes, sir. 
Okay. And uh, one of my questions was, could that 2030 be the year that the Antichrist is revealed? And if so, is uh, could the Temple Mount, the, the, the treaty, the peace deal with Temple Mount be around 2027? <laughs> All right. Well, that's a lot of stuff to talk about there, Jerry. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I can tell you've been doing your study, and that's great. So, I mean, we we just we don't know for sure that that is is what that's pertaining to. When we hear that that uh, you know a hundred years is a day to the Lord, that's just the way time passes for God. I don't know if it literally means that when it says an hour in the Bible that we're talking about uh, you know a hundred years and things like that. I don't know you know how well, that seems like how he, that relates. Seems but like, it seems like he's making a comparison between time in heaven and time on earth. Yeah, yeah, I understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from for sure. Uh, as far as 2030, it, a lot of people think that because of the things that are happening right now, 2030 may be the time when this wraps up and Jesus comes back. And I'm not prepared to say that uh, right now. I don't see it. You know, there's a lot of things that have to happen. And right now, even though we see steps toward it, like, you know, yesterday we talked about Saudi being in, in the U.N. on Monday with the EU and uh, with the Arab uh, Emirates and other other people right. there. And they call them stakeholders in Israel, basically, is what they were saying, that they are stakeholders within Israel and they're going to be making decisions about this. So and, until we see that, until we get that finalized, where we know there is a peace agreement between Israel and the Palestinians, then right. we're, we're not going to know when that final seven years has started. But when we know that, we'll be able to kind of figure this out a little bit and kind of know, like the Bible says, we won't know the day or the hour. I don't believe that we'll know the day or the hour. Uh, right, right. But we'll be able to kind of calculate things a little bit better because Paul tells exactly. us, you know, we'll know the season. So, yeah, I mean, I could see, like Vince and I talked about today, the Antichrist could actually be in that meeting on Monday. Uh, when they do this UN meeting and they talk about that, whoever is representing the European Union there or one of those other uh, parties that are involved in that, the Antichrist could well be right in the middle of all that talking about this peace agreement. So we'll just kind of have to wait, Jerry, and kind of see how this you know begins to happen. But we know the Antichrist will not be revealed to us until halfway into that final seven years. And right. so at this point... I don't see it being 2030 because we're running out of time for it to be 2030. But it could. I mean, we could still see it. Some people think we are in that seven years, but we're not in that seven years yet. No, no, no. All right. Thanks for your call, Jerry. We appreciate it very much. Uh, We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Now, Doug, I like Excel spreadsheets. I like math. I like to figure things out. Yeah. I I was really enjoying the, the timeline Jerry was laying out there. We can't know those specific questions right now, right? but there are some things that we can look for, right? So yeah. could we talk about what those are? Yeah, so, I mean, one thing that we talked about yesterday, the war, uh, the Third World War, and this peace agreement, those are two things that we see on the horizon for prophecy. So we see that coming. So we got to look at the Bible and say, okay, these two things are neck and neck right now. We don't know which one happens first. When we see one of those events happen, I believe it will really just kind of propel the other one into happening. And so I think that once we see one of those things, we're going to know a little bit better. But there are a lot of those things. There'll have to be a temple built, a sharing arrangement on Temple Mount, a Palestinian state next to Israel. Uh, 
then, like I said, the Antichrist will have to be revealed in the middle of that, and then you know things will start rolling. Somewhere the a third of mankind be, is going to be wiped yeah. out. and so all that stuff. And is, the rapture happens before all that. So, <laughs> oh no, 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 no rapture before, but you know you're going to really get them going now. But if I can chime in, you also mm. have the red heifers, right? So we're yeah. seeing signs, that's right? right? So we don't know the actual time where all this is going to play out. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty huge as well. Yeah, yeah. I love the the red heifer stuff because it's like once that occurs the temple mount is going to be purified Mm. and they are going to be like you're going to have to hold them back from going and building at that point Mm because to me it's like I don't know why they would withhold you know once they have everything geared up and ready to go so we're there because they have red heifers right now. Yeah. Now they won't be qualified fully until the end of this year, as I understand it, or maybe early next year. Early next year, around Passover time is around the time, which Interesting is kind of strange time. that it's mm-hmm. close to that time. So someone yeah. planned that, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. It sounds like let's get it. them to let's get let's birth them now, so let's have it just right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Somebody with a lot of power. So, uh, Will, from I know you're not just politics, but you do talk about politics. From that perspective, or I guess whatever perspective you want to provide, these things that we talk about in Bible prophecy that's gearing up, how do you see that playing out with the U.S. government and the World Economic Forum? Are you seeing that stuff align, or are we way off? It's all connected. It's all connected. You know, you hear a lot of people saying, well, you can't, you know, before end time ministry used to, they used to say politics and religion. You can't talk about politics and religion. Well, they're they're mixed. When you read the Bible, it's riddled with politics. The kings and queens, they made policies that would affect believers, right? But, you know, the United States and what's happening in our world today right now, I I truly believe that they're lining it up. Because when the Antichrist does come on the scene, he's not going to say, okay, now we're going to do digital currency. Now we're going to do the market of bees. Now we're going to do X, Y, Z. All of it's going to be in place. Mm They're, going to, they're setting it up right now, and yeah. we're seeing it happen. And when you have Russia and Ukraine, and you have China, Russia, Iran, and a few other nations, they have their version of the one world order. Mm-hmm. And then you have NATO, which consists of the United States of America, other P- European Union uh, nations. They have their version of the one world order. Right. That's how all of this is playing out, and it's all coming together. So that's what's happening right now from what I see, mm-hmm. that you have these political entities fighting one another. Who's going to be the top dog in this next one world order that they're trying to create? Yeah. What's been like one of the most exciting stories that you've seen? It may not be a happy story, but... You're talking about this multiple times every single day. There's got to be a story that you've covered in the last week or so that just really jumped out at you. Well, I think the biggest thing has been with the digital currency mm-hmm. because is is now all of this stuff sounds like doom and gloom, but for me, I rejoice because it's telling me everything that I'm reading in the Bible is coming to fruition. It's true. It's actually happening. It's not. We're not watching a movie. You know, I like watching movies every now and then, but we're not watching a movie. We are the stars in the movie. Yeah. Every last one of us, everyone who's watching, everyone who's listening, you are the star in this movie because it's happening right now while you're alive in our generation. So I tell people, I said, we should be rejoicing, even though it seems like doom and gloom. We should be rejoicing yeah. 
that God's word is happening and we get to see it unfold. Amen. How Amen. amazing is that? Yeah. So amazing. How amazing. Hey, if you watch a movie, is it on Netflix or somewhere else? <laughs> um, it depends. My, my kids normally come to me and say, why'd you hear that? <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, we'll be back right after the break. We have open lines at 877-IN-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We'd love to hear your perspective. I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell and special guest Will Johnson from UniteAmerica.com. Go check Will out. He has multiple shows that he does every single, or pretty much every single day. Uh, there's a lot that you can consume that he is providing. And there's merch and all sorts of stuff. Well, we've got to get End Time merch, right? Yes, yes. I wanted to do a, um, a Joe t-shirt. And just like pineapple head, because he calls he calls our politicians pineapple heads. I'm gonna do stuff like that. But um, anyway, go to Unite America. Uh, Unite. I, I want to say Unite America first, but that's not right. It's Unite. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. UniteAmerica.com. Yep. UniteAmericaFirst.com. Okay, it is first. Okay, I messed that up for a second. But UniteAmericaFirst.com. Check out Will Johnson. We will be getting to more of your calls. Eight seven seven n times the number to join us. Eight seven seven. Three six three eight four six three. Will is a longtime viewer of End Time. Um, what is like one thing that maybe you would want to tell our audience? Like, at, I imagine you might have thought about this a little bit. Like, if if you ever had the opportunity, and here it is, what would you want to tell everybody? Well, you know, I actually have thought about that. It was multiple things. Well, Do we have enough time? <laughs> no, we don't have enough time. Well, the main thing is, that, you know, I, I've, I've even said it when I've done lives. Um, I tell people, I said, look, a lot of people, they don't have understanding or people feel a certain way. You know that you can go to End Time Ministries, endtime.com, and you can find out the truth. They're not as harsh as I am because I made it clear End Time Ministry is not as harsh as I am. They're very like, cool and chill and cool as a cucumber explaining things and if you want to understand the end times like like you've never understood it before you can go to endtimeministry.com and find that information out I appreciate that well we didn't even ask you to say that but it's true though <laughs> i mean it's true i mean if if it was not for Irvin Baxter i would not have the understanding that i have today and i you know i read the bible i read the bible but he just laid it out and i'm like for example the beast 
I've actually had conversations with people in the past about the beast, right? And, they, and some people believe it's going to be actual monsters coming out mm-hmm. to see, rah, rah, rah. Like, you know, well, we had dinosaurs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so that's their excuse. That's it. But when, when Irving Baxter explained it, the, the eagle, the bear, the leopard, the lion, when he explained it, and I'm like, that, you cannot make that happen. There's two things happening here. Either man is reading the Bible. Let's see what we can do to convince people to believe the Bible or the Bible is 100 percent true. Which one is it? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And we talk about that in detail in our brand new book, Understand the End Time. You can check that out at endtime.com slash UET. Will Johnson even has a copy of that. So (laughs) go to endtime.com slash UET. Now we're going to go to Texas. Sam is watching there. Sam, welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, guys. Uh. I know uh, about building the temple. Have, have you guys talked to anybody about how long do they think it would take them to build the temple from start to finish? I mean, it's not, we're not talking years. I mean, it's months maybe? Uh, actually, we're talking probably about six months to a year, I think, is what we've been told from uh, the guides that we have over there because of the technology that can be used today. And some yeah. people even think that they've got some of it uh, prefabbed in in an area where it could come up really quick uh i don't know that for sure i'm just telling you things we've heard uh but one of our tour guides told us that they think it would take anywhere from six months to a year to be uh completed where they would be able to start doing services there and having worship in the temple that's good to know because you know the 20 2300 days i subtracted that from seven years of 360 days it looked like it'd be at 7.33 months, but uh, but you say six to, to a year, that could possibly happen. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys for keeping us in the know. Thanks, right. Sam. Thank you, Sam. Doug, I'm actually one of those people that believe they've got stuff prefabbed and ready to go. Yeah, I do too. The the It's not going to be a large structure. You know, this isn't a sky-rise building here. Right. This is the temple we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I wouldn't be shocked if they get it done in less than six months under budget ahead of schedule well you know when we go to the temple institute over there in jerusalem they've got everything for the inside of the yeah. temple ready so why would they not have the outside of the temple ready somewhere off site and they're just not telling anybody so i don't know that but i i get the feeling they're probably a lot further along than we think they are so. absolutely I, I got a question for will for all right because i want to ask him this i've been wanting to ask him for a while so Whenever you first started listening, you started learning what uh, Pastor Baxter saw in prophecy, and he was explaining that to you. How has that helped you with what you do now? Because when I see your program and you're talking about certain things, I mean, you're very adamant. When you come on and you say, look, folks, this is this, and, and you relate it to something in the Bible, has that knowledge of prophecy been able to help you when you find stories and you're on camera and you're telling your uh, your followers, hey, this you need to pay attention to this because this is big news. How much has that been a help to you? Uh, tremendous, tremendous. Yeah. So when I when I tell my stories and I look at it, you know, I truly believe that God, you know, talked to me. Mm-hmm. Not you know, not like you know, right? He gives us insight. He gives us insight, and with the holy, with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, you see stuff. Mm-hmm. And I see what's happening in our world today, and it just it, it, it's helped out so much that I couldn't do any of this without God. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. People that know you personally before you started being Will Johnson on Uh social media everywhere, 
did they know this about you or did this take them by surprise and they're like man where did that come from will we grew up with you and we never seen that uh, they say what happened to you will <laughs> like, yeah. what happened you drank to the me? kool-aid what happened to me i woke up yeah you know i woke up and i you know and listen to Irvin baxter Irvin baxter and just seeing what's happening in our world today you can't avoid it right uh-huh. you know think about it back in the day when people would say the end of the world is coming the end of the world is coming and a lot some people would follow along with it and go along with it like 2012 right remember the, the world's going to end on 2012 mm-hmm. but today no one you don't know you don't need anyone to tell you that we're close all right because of all of the different events we have wars we have rumors of wars. We have earthquakes that they really don't, you know, talk about, yeah. right? We just had an earthquake, a major earthquake, just not too long ago, a couple of days ago, and yeah. we're still having all these earthquakes. And we have famine and pestilence. It's happening right now, all at the same time, because mm-hmm. you know they say, well, we've had all these things happen in the past. You hear that all the time. I said, but you never had it the way it's happening today, especially with the way we have the technology where they can implement right. a mark of the beast, whatever that may be. Yeah. They can implement it today, and now that you have the entire world looking to go digital, it's really going to be something interesting. Yeah. Will, how's your understanding of Bible prophecy shape how you view all this crazy stuff going on in our country and around the world? How does it shape? Yeah, how does it shape that? Because of what you understand in the Bible, how does it shape what you see going on in politics and in our country and in the world? I don't, I don't look at myself, uh, at least I don't. I don't, you know, I don't look at myself like, like I'm a prophet, or, or I don't, I'm not a preacher, I'm not a pastor, I'm just a person that believes in God, knows God's word is real, and if we don't do what we're supposed to do now on earth, we're gonna have to stand before God, and He's gonna look at us and say, "Well, did you even try?" Right. And that terrifies me. So my whole goal every day, I wake up and, I, and I'm talking to my. My, my, my producer, and I said, "This is just so crazy that all this is happening." And and I'll say this too, really quick. I say, "There's only one way to fix this." I constantly say, "There's only one way to fix this." But yeah. you know, the one way to fix it, a lot of people have it in their mind that we have to go through 1776 because of what's happening in our country. Right. But that's not the one way to fix it. The only way that all this is going to be fixed is through Jesus Christ. That's right. Yeah, amen. And this is the first time I've ever said it out publicly, right? Yeah. Because I let so people. So we need to clip this and, and put it on your Facebook account. <laughs> I allow people to, you know, I allow people to think what they want to think, how they want to fix this. But the only true way to fix all this is through Jesus yeah. Christ. Amen. Absolutely. Well, yeah. you know, I talk about we we talk about it. I just like to say it a lot uh, that the real great reset is coming. Mm. It's yeah. when Jesus is going to return. That's the real reset. Yes. This these worldly governments. He's going to say. Now I'm in charge yes. fully, and there we are going to get to rule and reign with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be awesome. And it's amazing how some people want to fight against that, right? Mm-hmm. They want to fight against that. When I was younger, I used to think reading in the Bible and talking about gnashing of teeth when when Christ returns, and I'm like, does that doesn't make sense to me? You would think they would be rejoicing. Why would they be angry? But yeah. they'll be angry because of all of the demonic stuff that they're engaged in mm-hmm. right now, and all of the demonic stuff that they're supporting. Right. They're not going to want that to go away because they want that to be the reality. They want that to be what's good in the world. And right. when they find out that it's not, yeah. that's where the gnashing of teeth are going to come into play. Well, I mean, and, and look at the political views of people right now. They get angry if we talk about pedophiles. 
Mm-hmm. If, if we call people a pedophile, we know that that's going on. You know, the, the movie Sound of Freedom's come out and they tried to uh, suppress that and keep it from getting out there and keep, you know, people from understanding what's really going on. But it's those kind of things make them mad. They want to shut you down and get you to be quiet because they don't want you telling everybody what's going on with that mm-hmm. type of situation. But it's that way with everything. I mean, Trump was pulling us out of world government. Yep. So they came after him. Trump was pulling us out of... Uh, these deals with uh, Iran where they're trying to develop a weapon that could kill everybody in Israel, they want to attack Trump for that. So it's everything, like you said before, if we're doing something that lines up with God's word, that's where they want to shut it down. Right, exactly. Yeah. And now you have the United Nations even saying that, you know, pedophilia is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And everyone who speaks out against that, no one even one is a good thing. They're saying it's a good thing? Well, there's been a report that the United Nations is trying to say that it should be legal. It's a natural thing. Yeah. It's a natural They've thing. They've come up yeah. with maps calling it, you know, yeah, minor exactly. attractive persons and, exactly. and try to soften it up for everybody. Yeah, you can tell I'm getting riled up. So yeah. Yeah, anytime is. I start talking about that, it just gets me really upset. So uh, that's the thing is what you're saying. That's the only thing that's going to fix this is Jesus. And it that's is. why people are going to be angry when they see him coming yes. back. Because they know their reign is over mm-hmm. and his reign is starting. But, you know, even w- really quick, even when it comes to, you know, the trafficking of children, you have a group of people that's silent about it. Yeah. Just You, remember you when, just did a video about this. Yeah. When, when, when President Trump was in office, there was 5,500 children missing. Mm-hmm. The ACLU did a lawsuit against President Trump, and they were all screaming, where are the children, where are the children? Now there's 85,000 that we know about, right? Mm-hmm. 85,000 missing. But none of the left is concerned about that. Yeah. We're talking about 85,000 yeah. children. Yeah, it's crazy. It is. And, crazy. you know, I've, I've seen, I actually watched that video today, too, uh, that you had. And you, you made a great point because when we were talking about in 2016 or, or 17 when uh, Trump had the people incarcerated behind the fence and uh, AOC came down and she was crying. And, yeah. And, yeah. Like, oh, the poor children. And it's like, where, where is the she tears? now? Where, where the is tears? she now? Yeah. Where are yeah. the tears now? It's crazy. Yeah. So we're just in a place. That, yeah, I'm sorry. I you, you can go watch Will's video at <laughs> UniteAmericaFirst.com. Yeah. Will, we've got like a minute left. What's the last word you want to share with everyone? Um, I guess the last word would be to stay prayed up. Act on your faith. Pray about what you want to do. As long as it lines up with God's word, pray on it. Act on it. Just don't pray on it. Sit down on the couch and expect it all just to happen. We have to act on our prayers. That's where a lot of people say, well, we just need to pray. We need to pray. But you know what? Moses just didn't pray. Just sit down and pray. Jesus just didn't sit down and pray. They got into it. Mm-hmm. They went into it. They did what they did. And I believe Jesus set the example on how we were supposed to be. He was vicious with these evil people, but he was kind at the same time because he didn't want them to perish. I thought you said you weren't a preacher. <laughs> I'm not a preacher. Right. <laughs> just, it's just it's the truth. It's the way it is. Amen. <laughs> Starting to sound like a preacher in here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, check out Will Johnson at UniteAmericaFirst.com. And be sure if you're in the South Bend area to come out and see Dave and Jana and Judy Baxter and, their, and the Baxter's middle daughter, Kara, who happens to be my mother as well. And then also we'll be in Indianapolis, Indiana doing the live show. So be sure to check us out, endtime.com slash events. Check Will out at UniteAmericaFirst.com. We'll be right back here Monday at 3 p.m. Central Time.